0: Crowley Insurance. Hi, speak to Mike, please. Yeah, just a minute, please.
1: This is Mike Crowley. Can I help you? Mike, this is Joey Jingola. Joey, how are you? Good. How are you doing, sir? Good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it.
0: Is we're getting to the point where we're getting bigger than that, and okay, when's the good time to hire the next person? I've been saying that for about two years mentally.
1: Nice little humble brag there, Mike. I like it. How's my good buddy Mike Crowley over at Crowley Insurance in East Syracuse, New York? And I promise Mike's not going to be on this podcast at some point, but today is not that day. It's just too much good stuff, and Oh boy. All right. So, and also if you've been following along Agency Nation on the YouTube channel, if you're not subscribed, go subscribe to the Agency Nation YouTube channel. Uh, I've been actually focusing on a lot about hiring. That was on purpose. Like we, you know, put a little, you know, made a little effort to focus on that a little bit. Uh, However, this is completely separate as I had this conversation with Mike almost a year ago to the day. It was actually uh, 11 months ago to the day almost that Mike and I had this conversation so uh, obviously no idea that this part of the conversation would come up at this particular point in time I just go in order people it's not that it's not that difficult I just beginning of conversation to end of conversation and I cut as many anyways you don't care the point here that we're getting at with Mike is saying hey when should I hire that new person I've been thinking about it for two years and I'm gonna steal this straight from Gary V I don't really know that I have any personal insights on this but um, if you're already thinking that then it's time to hire that person. You probably should have hired that person two years ago, Mike, because here's what I will say to that. If there's work that is, that needs to get done or that you want to get done, that you're capable of potentially getting done and you just need somebody to do it. There's never going to be a perfect time, right? It's never going to be, Hey, um, the, the, the pearly white gates are going to open up. Uh, a bright light is going to come pouring out doves will fly. Um, a chorus will sing and and it just big big letters that says hire a new person it's not gonna happen I mean you can wait for it to happen not sure that's gonna go for you but it's not gonna happen and you know Mike's saying hey I'm not entirely sure if I'm ready if if it is I think you know you know Mike's and are growing pretty pretty consistently And I mean, again, it's all about, you know, who do you want to do what and where and and adding physical human beings to something is probably one of the most complicated things you can do in your business because, I mean, you know, you're impacting somebody's life in a positive and maybe potentially a negative way, depending on how things work out. I'm not saying I don't have faith in the new person that you haven't hired yet, Mike, but hey, go team. And... Uh, just you gotta you gotta do the thing because you know I mean I don't know I think you gotta take your shot right I think you gotta see if it's if it is your time to bring that person in but do you want him to have any insurance experience?
0: Okay should I hire that next CSR should I look for a producer should I do both yeah. should I and 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 so now to the point where Dad is is within five years away from actually saying I'm I'm out of here if not a year away. I want him here when that happens, yeah. because if I'm running around and I'm taking care of all the stuff that I take care of, and one of these new people have questions, who better to ask than somebody that's been doing it for 40 years? He's the great go-to, and it's like, all right, if I'm going to expand and get these people in, because I, I almost, I don't want people with insurance experience. Everything I've seen, it's like, you know, I don't want somebody to come in, unless they're they blow me away in an interview, I almost want somebody that's got the people skills. That's all this business really you need you can learn insurance you can't learn the people skills that you might
1: need well you're right about that mike you can't learn how to be a decent human being that can carry on a semi-intelligent conversation with another hopefully decent human being and i say that because i say that with affection i say that because i care i say that because i'm just saying that i have talked to insurance agents where i've i've probably thought to myself Maybe the whole time that we were talking, I don't know. My God, how does anybody talk to this person for an extended period? I'm, I'm being, I'm being, I'm just saying. When your job is dependent upon you delivering information in a concise way that is relatable to them, ultimately convince them to do a thing with you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I've just questioned some people's career decisions. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it might not be the thing you excel at. Just something. I love every single person. I'm all right. I'm not, this isn't, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest that sometimes, like Mike says, insurance doesn't make you good at insurance all the time. And he just wants somebody that is, that is hands down the person that isn't, I think, you know, you want the person that isn't afraid to walk in a room and shake anybody's hand that's there, right? Or you want the person that is not afraid to do X thing, whatever that thing is for your agency, I think it's probably a lack of fear, probably lack of I'm just gonna go do the thing, and sometimes we overvalue what we think they already know about insurance as to how somehow that's going to compensate for that. And to be honest, they can know the most insurance in the world, and it would take a lot to overcome. You know, if they're completely void of. Of any of that sort of peopleness skills, then yeah, it's just it's not it's not an equal thing. The 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 insurance knowledge is is good, and you know having industry knowledge and experience is good, but no matter how much you know about insurance, you know it's you can only get so good, right? Your people skills. No matter how much you work on them, if you have the thing, the it thing, the X factor, right? The reason that certain quarterbacks are franchise quarterbacks. I don't know why I went this route. Sure. The reason they are is because they've got that thing, right? They've got the thing that makes them the thing. Great describing. Yes, great adjectives. They have the thing that makes them usually again, its leadership, its poise, its charisma. There's some good words that actually get the job done. And it's those people skills, it's that lack of fear, it's the ability to walk into any situation and feel confident in the things that you're able to deliver to them, having confidence in who you are and what you do that are going to supersede, you know, knowing exactly what is in HO5, HO3, dwelling, fire, whatever, you know, health policy. I'm just naming things now for no reason. That's easy. Almost anybody can learn that. People can't learn. And it's, again, back to the what are you uniquely qualified to do? What is the thing that if all else fails that somebody would have the hardest time replacing or duplicating or replicating? That's what you're looking for. and I think that's what Mike means when he doesn't necessarily want them to have insurance experience. But there is is potentially other alternatives to getting the small back-end stuff off your plate.
0: Uh, it has not yet. Um, I did have a, I had an intern in that was very helpful. Actually, and that might be the route that I take as I start doing some things. I mean, she was taking some some end marketing stuff off my plate, which really, as much as I want to work on the marketing stuff, I don't have the the tech savvy skills to do some things. And I go back to the the video editing. Okay. One of the reasons I haven't taped all these is because then I'm thinking, oh man, what am I going to, when am I going to edit this? So I'm going to have all these videos that need to be edited and I just need to edit them. I, and it's much, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get better as time goes, but it's just one of those things. I'm not good at graphic design. I'm not good at, okay, I want to make these different um, images to use on social media and, and all this stuff. If somebody can actually help me do all that, I'll feel so much better. And then if they can fill in insurance work on top of it, that's even better.
1: So anybody that follows Mike now might find that last clip mildly amusing because, well, Mike, again, this is, again, like I said, almost exactly, exactly, exactly 11 months. I recorded this call with him on maybe 17th of 2017. Uh, today, I believe that you're hearing this podcast would be April 17th, 2018. And Mike's talking about how he doesn't think he's good with editing videos and some graphic design, which I guess I haven't really kept up on Mike's graphic design abilities, but I'm sure they're doing okay. Um, But I know Mike has taken to the video editing and he's doing just fine. And I think the thing to keep in mind here is, is that, you know, we all have, we all initially have an idea of who we think we want and or need. And, you know, 11 months ago, Mike thought he wanted a, a video editing person. I don't know. I guess I probably should have called up Mike up and asked him what his thoughts are now. That's just not how the show works. Um, but Mike, I think, is doing just fine without one, and he probably has found other uses for people to fill the stuff that he doesn't or can't or won't do in his agency. I know the last time Mike and I were hanging out, and uh, we were at Iowa in, um, in uh, Arizona, Phoenix, And um, you know, he was saying there are certain things in the agency that he is deliberately not learning about, so he won't be tempted to jump in and do it if it's needed. He wants to, you know, you know, intentionally rely on his staff to handle it because he knows if he knows it, then he's he's able to jump in. And it's just even if they do need a hand, it's just not the best use of his time. You know, basically um, manning the ship and. It's really interesting. I just I love being able to look back at you know where somebody was again 11 months ago. It's one of the the, the cool things to my um, complete and utter um, backlog of calls that I have is that we do have the we do have the luxury of time passing the passage of time that might be the better way to say that. Um, but initially I asked Mike the question, what spurred this whole thing was I asked, hey, Mike, have you thought about something like a marble box? And that's why he's like, yeah, I kind of kicked that around, you know, like marble box being kind of a back-end office support, like, hey, we've got people that do these tasks for you. He's like, yeah, well, I actually had an intern, which is another popular route that people go. Uh, but Mike's is more about the, the task that these people would be doing. And I think um, that ultimately is going to determine, you know, I don't think, I'm just, I'm guessing, I don't know. I mean, maybe you do, but I would just kind of say, hey, listen, like what are you ultimately uniquely qualified to do? And and what are the most menial, low-hanging fruit that you can get off your plate because if somebody and I think there's you know various stages of this. I mean, if somebody like a marble box can do it, that's completely different work than what you might necessarily want to bring it again an actual human being into your agency to do. I think that's a that's a whole separate tier of work. I think the virtual assistant, back end office support, marble box type person is going to handle you know straight like you know do this thing, do that thing, like straight instructional work, like a, a, a very set process, car change requests, moving you know data from one spot to the next, making sure something is up to date. Um, if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, I wrote an email two weeks ago talking about the problem that no one can solve, uh, of keeping lists you know current, up to date. We don't currently have really open API functionality in any truest sense in, in any of the major platforms to allow it to happen. Something like a marble box would allow you to manually do that without you actually manually doing it yourself. You could say, hey, listen, every 15 days, every 30 days, add these people that have been put on this list to this list in our management. So those are the things that you're going to want, in my opinion, uh, a marble box to do because... If you have somebody in your agency you're going to want them to be developing other like human things that inv- that involve creative thinking that involve strategy building that involve relationship building those are the things that you're going to hire a body to do things that you know you don't want to just put a body in the agency and have them you know count to 10 over and over again I don't know that that's really beneficial to anybody involved and it's just are you intentional with, you know, who you want to hire, are you doing it soon enough? And really when it comes down to it, you know, more than anything, do they need to know insurance and do you really need them to be in your agency? just looking for a quick show of hands if any of you have actually do have done this and or actively do this uh, ever kind of just been so busy on the weekend and the week is just complete chaos that you just try and make it the entire week without going grocery shopping and seeing what that looks like You know, I mean, I'm not saying it's recommended, I'm just saying, you know, the weekend's busy, something, you know, going early things, this, that, or the other, all of a sudden, you know, you look at the week and, like, kids' activities, and who knows has what, and it's just like, man, I don't know when this is going to happen, and I find that the more kids you have, the more likely this is to occur. Anyways, we had, it doesn't happen often, but we had just such a week recently where it's like, I start really just getting creative what is going to count as proper nutrition and i'm just curious if anybody else tiptoes that line it's like oh those veggie straws those count those are that's that's close to a vegetable and again now mind you i'm i'm a, i'm a pretty big nutrition guy health guy however there's just i mean sometimes it just it doesn't work out right you're just you're stretching it you know everything's gone and you just haven't had time to somebody tell me that you've done this because i feel like I feel like I can't be the only person. Although sometimes sometimes the, the silence is deafening to these, these podcast ending segments. So touche, everyone out there. I, I hear you loud and clear. I am the only one, and this might be just such a time. I'm curious, Joey at Agency Nation, I do also try to spread out my grocery shopping talk because I feel like I've got like three other things in my list of things to talk about during this little ridiculous time that we have together focused on just my because it's something I do every week I feel like and it's just always breeds some type of unintentional comedy I don't know but I'm serious Um, how many of you have been just saying like you know borderline you know child services might be involved because you're just stretching the food situation a little too thin and I'm I'm just obviously there's cheating you go order out something delivered. Yeah. I'm just curious. Joey at AgencyNation dot